Dearest listener, allow me to unveil a delightful secret. Snag Tights Craft Clothing that embraces every body shape. In a bold endeavour to revolutionise the fashion realm, Snag has triumphed. Permit me to draw your attention to the ingenious Chub Rub Shorts, crafted with moisture-wicking yarn, promising to keep you at least one degree cooler and utterly free from the discomfort of chafing. Free shipping on select orders. Thus, the more you snag, the more you save. Do not delay, dear listener. Experience the fashion revolution that is snag and visit snagtights.us today. What if AI could help your business deliver mission-critical outcomes with speed? With IBM Consulting, your business can design, build, and scale trusted AI using Watson X and modernize the way you work to accelerate real impact. Let's create AI that transforms your business. Learn more at ibm.com slash consulting. IBM. Let's create. What's up, guys? It's Tori. And I'm Anissa, and this is MTV's official challenge podcast. And we have Brad Burenza on the podcast today. Why did I say it like that? I don't know, because that's you, and <laughs> it wouldn't be you if you didn't say it like that. Yes, we have Brad today, and we cannot wait to hear about All Stars 3 and his beard. His beard. <laughs> Yay for Brad. Can't wait to hear about All Stars 3 and him making it to the final. He is handsome and kind, an amazing athlete, coming in in incredible shape this season with a beard that won't quit. Please welcome Brad Friarenza. <laughs> thank you. Yay. Thank you. I really appreciate you guys having me back, and thank you for such a nice introduction. Listen, I love you. Are, were <laughs> you dealing with any beard issues there? Were there was anybody trying to nest? No, no. Wow. Um, I do regret not taking the opportunity to have Donnie braid my beard when it was long enough, but uh, maybe next time. Yeah, he had that weird hair tie on it, and oh. I was just wondering why, because it was only wrapped once. Yeah, it was It for was the just wind. like on there. <laughs> that was for the wind? I mean, low-key, I liked it. I'm not gonna tell you I didn't, um, but it was just kind of like, uh, it was kind of like a, a way to take a break. There's a lot going on when your beard gets that long. So when you just kind of <laughs> tie it together and you don't have to feel the hair kind of blowing all over, it's just a nice little, you know, break from the usual. So how I was the it. how was the beard in this first part of the final? <laughs> Sorry, I'm a little. How did we you feel? Start, I didn't know we were going to start with the beard, but this is funny. Um, I think we're just going to interview the beard completely. Yeah. Like, I actually think that we're just going to interview the beard. Oh my god! No, really. What what is it like? Because you haven't been in a final in a minute. What is yeah. it like watching this? Gosh, it was over ten years, and it, it's 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 a uh, it's great to watch, and I think I really enjoyed what Wes said about the privilege to make it to a final. Um, I, I've always felt that and I've always known that, um, but he really says it well, where it's just such a privilege to push yourself beyond your limits to he, I think he uses the words to almost death and then come back. And I think anybody that's seen a challenge final can relate to what he said, because I remember on the dual one, which was my first final, I was laying in the grass at one point, holding my heart, trying to figure out if I was having a heart attack. This is a true story. This is before the drones. And I heard the helicopter coming around the mountain I remember my body able to get up, like we're not going out on TV like this. And I started to keep moving and I just never had hit such a, a state of exhaustion in my life. And I, I just think that it's such a blessing, as crazy as it sounds, like Wes said, to uh, 
yeah. to have the opportunity to push yourself to such an extreme. And there almost is something wrong with people that love to keep coming back and do it. But I love it. <laughs> I, know you, I know you ladies yeah. love it. And it's, well, there's something just incredible about pushing your mind to growth. And we all live in, um, you know, these lives where we build routines. And I think the challenge is incredible because it can break you out of your routine and challenge you in ways that we would just never have the opportunity to do in our normal lives. Yes. Yeah, yes. I totally agree with that. I feel that so deeply. It's like the worst but best experience all in one. And it's great that we got to see you run this final because obviously last season you got eliminated right before the final. So yes. what was it like for you to come back this season? Did you have that in your in your mind? And then also, were you nervous right before this final? Like, oh my God, is it going to happen again? Yes. Well, think. Well, it, it, actually, Tori, to rewind just a little bit, when they hit us with that last challenge, with that last puzzle, with the pictures mm -hmm. in the house, I already thought mm -hmm. I did the same thing as last season. So while I'm quietly waiting for TJ to tell me I'm going home, I'm trying to be like, okay, he didn't say it yet. Just stay positive, stay neutral on this. But deep down inside, I'm thinking, Oh my God, we kind of did it again. Um, really wished I spent more time, wow. while, you know, looking at those pictures. And when I found out that I was going to the final, I just felt this euphoric, just, I don't even know how to put it into words. I felt like I finally just, I, I, I finally made it to a final, I guess. I mean, just to put it in the basic words that it is, but it felt like so much more than that to me. I mean, like to say I just made it to a final, I feel like I didn't say anything of what I actually felt because that feeling of when TJ announced that we were making it to the final, I was so emotionally exhausted. I couldn't celebrate the way I truly felt, but I was just, I felt right. so good. There's really no words to capture how I felt in that moment. I was ready for anything. I was ready to yeah. be dragged behind a truck, whatever they were ready to do to me. And I was excited <laughs> to do it. You know, like I was, whatever you're yeah. going to do to me, we could just start this now. You know, and I was just excited to be yeah. there. I mean, it's interesting because like, I mean, to tie it and bring it back to those pictures of, of the wall, it's like you don't expect something like that to be the make or break reason why you could potentially be going home. It wasn't the twist this time, but it could have been. So when you like you were saying, you were really bummed that you didn't get a good look at those pictures. Was there any indication? Did you ever during the season feel like, oh, my gosh, these pictures are going to be important? I kind of thought they might be. And I kept going back to the exact wording TJ used, and it was reminisce. Um, uh, reminisce by the picture. So I didn't know exactly as far as studying them, um, how important they would be. And I want to remind you that in season two, everybody was running around the house trying to memorize all the pictures on the wall. And it turned out to be a prank. And mm -hmm. there were some things said right. that could confuse. Cause I remember people said, well, TJ said this, TJ said that. Now he worded it a lot more direct in season three, but no, I did not think that they were going to come out to be that important. I think I studied the map that showed the challenge locations a little better on the other side of the kitchen. And even that wasn't mm -hmm. as much as I probably should have. They did it in season one too. They had all those plaques on the wall and then they had pictures of all of our like eliminations. So I'm on the wall, like I'm like trying to study which eliminations are in the house, like, but we knew it had to deal with something. Maybe they just skip every other season. Well, I will tell you this. I won't make that mistake again. I will overstudy things that I probably won't use before. <laughs> I'll try to play it cool like we don't need that because yeah. I like, yes, there are yeah. two bathrooms and there was a pink towel. Yeah, yeah. Right. Just why is Brad in the kitchen studying the silverware drawer every night? <laughs> Like, just crazy. Writing out how, how many forks we have. Yeah. I mean, how like, many to be honest, you guys start with. There's not that much to do while you're in the house. It wouldn't be a bad idea to just memorize everything. But honestly, it'd probably be pretty boring. Um, so anyway, let's get into sure. this episode more. What is it like watching it back? Like, does it bring up those old feelings of being there? 
Yeah, I think when you watch it back, it's kind of like looking back at anything you do. You look for ways that you could have been better and ways you could improve. And it's hard to watch when you there are no redos in this game. In fact, most of the games we play never come back. So it's kind of like, you know, I watch it and I already see things that I want to start doing better. It motivates me to train harder, that's for sure. Um, but it's kind of just, uh, you know, it's exciting to watch, kind of just to see what it was. I remember feeling it, but now I get to see it. And I think that um, so far, everything I've seen is pretty exciting. And I'm, I'm, I'm truly, I feel like I'm stuck with a cliffhanger waiting for the second half mm-hmm. of the final. Yeah. I do. I think it's really good. It's nice to watch people really push themselves in this too, but what I love are like the little like people are like, oh, shit, like when it's a puzzle and you hear everybody running back and forth, like trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. You're like, green's my favorite color. I'm like, OK, Brad, I hope <laughs> that works for you. Did that work for you? I can't believe I said that. I can't believe I said that. Green was my favorite color. I was looking at the stars and I'm like, I'm so tired. I was cramping up. And actually, I, I weighed in for the airplane before they flew us to that island. No breakfast, no water, nothing at 200 pounds. That's pretty darn heavy for me at six foot. So my legs started to cramp. And when I got to those stars, I was so exhausted from the tandem bike situation that um, I remember just looking at them like, what the hell is this? So I didn't even, I don't do puzzles like this. I'll be completely honest. So like, I don't do like the fun puzzles in the newspaper. Like I don't have a hobby like that. So when I saw all these different colors and the stars, I'm thinking, I don't really know how to go about this, but green is my favorite color, yeah. as silly as this might sound. So I just tried to look at the position of the green point in each one of the stars. No, I don't think that was the best map. Best I would never use it again. Yeah, I watched it. I'm like, I would have just looked at if, the bottom ones. No, as soon as I heard that, I was like, damn, that's the move. <laughs> yeah. No, my favorite color is green. I'm going to find the green position of every single star <laughs> in every single line. Yeah. I feel like you overcomplicated it, but you did win your round. You did. You know, you you said that perfectly. I definitely overcomplicated it, and thankfully I did win. So uh, not the best strategy, but we pulled that one off. How would you feel about the point system here? Holy smokes, that's hard to keep track of while you're running through the jungle in that yeah. heat. I mean, as the day goes on, you're just wondering, like, how are we doing on points? I mean, and the one thing <laughs> yeah. I, kept telling, <laughs> yeah. I just kept telling myself, leave it all on the field, do everything you can to get every single point you can. But the truth is, I don't really know how the standings were going. I, I was just hoping for the best. I knew I started in fourth place, so every point counted, and... Yeah, I can't tell you that I knew what was going on for most of that. I didn't know who was where. I don't blame you, man. Yeah, Bartenders don't count their tips mid-shift, you know? I mean, Strippers don't count their ones mid-dance. You just keep <laughs> dancing, and then you collect the trash bag at the end of the night, and then you go through it. That's a good analogy. Yeah. That's a good Some analogy. of us do look at a couple things, though, because I need to know where I am and how much more I need to make. <laughs> yeah. But I want to know how you think you fared against your competition. I mean, you're going in this with some pretty, pretty awesome competitors. Yeah, I was happy to be there with the, the, the three other guys that I was there with. Uh, other females were all incredible. I got along with everybody, but I was I've been friends with Wes for a long time. I've been friends with Nehemiah and Mark for a long time. So like for all four of us to make it together and you know how the politics in the game goes, you know, it's like you don't want to have to do anything too uncomfortable. I feel like I was able to keep myself safe enough to, you know, avoid- you may put it all on MJ. <laughs> well, you know what? <laughs> we'll get into that in a second. Yeah, we should. Keep there's, going. More, there's more to that than you probably know, and I'd be more than happy to discuss it. But um, 
what was, did we answer the other question or I'm sorry, I got distracted by that. You're really happy to go into this, into this final with your friends, basically. Yeah. And we love that for you. But now we need to get into MJ. (laughs) What was it this season? Because MJ is a nice guy. You've played with him before on Duel 2. We all got along. He was, I think he's a great guy. Same. What, what was it this season? So when you see Cyrus go in for the second time, I had a talk. Uh I had a talk with, MJ and if you remember I won that challenge that was the mud pit challenge and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he wanted to go against Cyrus and I I was trying originally um I wanted him to actually I was hoping he would be willing to go up against yes and when he said he wasn't willing to no big deal and that was just for the, the sake of politics I like yes he's a good person I, I I actually really do like him as a man um but we were playing two totally different games and that was obvious from day one so um when i told mj i didn't want cyrus to go and he goes well the vote's already locked up basically john a had already locked the vote up he's telling me my vote's worthless at this point and he's saying i'm going against cyrus so at that point he drew a line in the sand basically saying he's on a different side of the game you know and he's got the vote locked up i knew that i had a couple of um possibilities to work with people that he thought he had the vote locked up with but needless to say when he basically told me my vote was irrelevant and he went up against Cyrus again. And I thought Cyrus was performing pretty well. Um, I have a lot of love and respect for everybody in the challenge family, but I think that some people like Cyrus go above and beyond to bring people together outside of the game. And they're just, you know, almost like, a, and not to say they don't deserve to go in or anything else like that, but I think that I extend a certain level of respect to the people that go above and beyond to, to um, keep the family together, if you will. And I just, it didn't sit right with me that he was going to go in two times in a row. I thought he performed well in his first elimination. I thought he performed well in the second challenge. And I, I really, I have to be honest with you, that decision came about with his decision to go against Cyrus. And at that point, I used that first sabotage on him. And why would I start additional fires for my game when I only have one? Right. So it kind of came down and to now, that. It, and now it's a bonfire. Yeah, well, I mean, that's fine. I mean, honestly. Started as a campfire. It's yeah. now a bonfire. But to be clear, she's not saying bond fire because there wasn't a bond. <laughs> no, you know? it was just bond Just bonfire. Fire. Yeah. Tori, well, did you think there was a D in bonfire before? No, but now we know there's not. Okay. Anyway, it was really smart of you, Brad, to sabotage yourself during trivia. Thank you. How, how, like, talk to me, talk me through that moment. It was super awkward because I already knew DJ had given somebody a few of the other cast members shit for asking about using it on themselves. But I was doing the math in my head and I'm thinking about how far along in the game we are. And so what the, the I was teetering on the idea and what I'm trying to remember the rules of the game, because there was a rule in the game that actually tipped me in the direction of making that choice. And it was something with, oh, that's what it was. You could give. So if you got a question right, you got to give the strike to whoever you wanted to. Well, if I sabotage somebody, I know I'm taking all their strikes on. So if let's, let's do the math here. So if I sabotage Mr. X, that's one strike against him. Every question Mr. X gets right is coming to me on, on the, on, on the uh, strike. So I'm really not in a mathematical position to benefit from sabotaging somebody. So I took the X myself. Wow. Did you sit in a corner and work this out? Did you have a notebook? Cause I don't think I could have done that. <laughs> Without you have, it. Did you have a I'm, I'm real analytical with numbers and just like natural with like science, I guess. So like those two things come to me. But not when it comes but, to those you know, puzzles in the final. Or, not when it comes no, to the No, hit me with final, a puzzle. But any other math. Comp, 
Yeah, if, if you really want to oh, do me dirty, comp. yeah, hit me with reading comprehension if you want to do me super dirty. Give me no highlighters, very small print and reading comprehension and everybody will beat me. <laughs> we have this paragraph. What did it mean? What did they say in it? I don't know, TJ. <laughs> right. Well, we'll let them know. No reading comprehension. That would be nice. I mean, that is important when, you, when you're in a final, when you run up to a big ass sign and you're like dying because you've been running for hours and you just ate a brain. It's like hard to like comprehend what the hell's on that sign. So it is important to have. Yeah, yeah. That's sure. Skill. You're right. Sure. Um, but let's keep it to trivia because let's talk about naming the Beatles because that was pretty epic. Oof. Let's talk about how you said the Beatles names were John, James, Chris, and Steve. So here ah. is your chance at redemption, Brad. What are the names of the Beatles? Gotta be get one right. No, don't do this to me. Don't do this to me. Yeah, we're I, doing I, it. I had Paul McCartney. Okay. Okay, Tori was looking like I still and? didn't get it right. I'm like, I'm almost. I, that's got to be right. I <laughs> know <laughs> you, you, you got that. Thank God. I'm like, it is right. Okay, I, I should have gotten that. I almost went with Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John from the Bible. That's how lost I was. So at least I didn't go that route, right? Um, but that was terrible. I think that would have been funnier, but yeah. Oh man. I think that would have been funnier. Well then I, I wish I would have went that route, I guess. Cause I, I didn't know. In, in fact, TJ goes, he gave me the names of the Beatles. I said, Oh, I, I don't, I don't have last names. He goes, well, we'll take first. And then I was like, Oh no. Cause I thought he wanted like full, full names. And then that's when I just started throwing out random names. That's that I, you know, I haven't seen that yet. That's gonna look terrible. I'm a little nervous now. It's all right. We'll give you like little hints of what they could be. It's not Splon Splennon. It's John Lennon. Yes. It's not Splon Splennon. It's not Bingo Car. It's <laughs> Bingo. Come on. Not it's not Pringo. Ringo. Ringo. There we go. Yay. Yes. Oh God, this is gonna look as bad as the challenge. Dearest listener, in a world where fashion oft neglects the true diversity of the human form, Snag emerges as the beacon of inclusivity we so desperately need, renowned for their exquisite tights. Snag has triumphantly expanded its offerings to include garments that embrace everybody. Snag's creations are meticulously designed on a lifelike figures and refined across a spectrum of shapes before gracing our wardrobes, clothing that not only promises but delivers true comfort and fit, particularly of note other chub rub shorts ingeniously crafted with a moisture wicking yarn to ensure you remain at least one degree cooler and entirely free from the dreaded chafing perfect for every season these shorts can be discreetly worn under your clothes offering a delightful alternative to traditional cycling shorts whether you are at the gym hiking or simply enjoying a day in a skirt or dress they are your ideal companion remember dear listener the more you snag the more you save with free shipping on select Orders. Don't delay in experiencing the fashion revolution that is Snag at snagtights.us. If your business needs a new application, then developers will have to write code, a lot of code. If an application needs to be modernized, then you'll need time, resources, and caffeine. If that sounds daunting, then you need Watson X Code Assistant, AI designed to multiply developer productivity so you can generate code quickly. Let's create a more modern foundation for business with Watson X Code Assistant. Learn more at ibm.com slash codeassistant. IBM. Let's create. I would like to know, you're playing an individual game this time. We used to play individual games a lot. I really feel like they're kind of fun. 
sometimes, and you did all of yeah. All Stars with a partner. What do you like better? Ooh, I don't know. I mean, I guess it depends on the situation. I mean, you said the whole final, not to interrupt. You know, I feel like you said it twice. You know, you're only as fast as the person. I'm like, sheesh. Well, Brad, you could just work by yourself then. You know, I, I guess that if I could, I would choose to go individual just so I could hold myself accountable and look back and be able to reconcile my own performance. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Against what I knew I did. Uh, and, and I think that even when working in pairs of teams, you still can do a similar analysis, but you have to take into consideration, obviously, how you're managing the relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're rotating partners or switching partners out, it's really hard to develop that rapport as a, as a, as a, as a, um, as a team. And I think that for those reasons, I would prefer individual, but I still like to work with other people. So I'm not like a, I'm not an introvert. Um, I do enjoy working with teams and other people. I think in this specific situation, I was just so focused on doing my best in every single moment that I was able to embrace that in the moments that I, you know, I did feel like I was able to run and I wasn't cramping up. I felt like, um, you know, you know, I was waiting on John A. But before that, I had started to cramp up and I had set Kellyanne back a little bit. So, like, I get it works both ways, but I just think operating as an individual, it's easier to, I don't I, I guess, easier to digest the end results, you know, and not look back yeah. and wonder mm-hmm. what parts you, you know, um, what parts you could just go and train for. You know what I mean? Because it's not like, in it's all not fairness, like stuff. In all fairness, you got some pretty fast stems. I mean, you can run pretty fast. Pretty fast. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Your stems are really booking it. (laughs) Yeah, you were. You were. Thank you. They were like, look at Brad. (laughs) Look at your stems. Oh, look at Brad just going. (laughs) I love it. Who do you want to think? I had just won one. Yeah. Sorry. I was just going to say that I had just won that one against Nehemiah. So that was like my first moment of feeling like, okay, we've got a shot. You know, like, I, I mean, I was focused the whole time, but that's when I started to feel like I picked up momentum. And then I realized I'm all by myself up front, so you can't do a whole lot with that. <laughs> yeah, no, you can't, especially when you got to wait for your partner. Yeah. Who do you think um, your favorite partner to work with was? Ooh, um, it's time to play favorites, Brad. You have to expose yourself. It's a little song. I expose yourself. <laughs> this is an easy one too. It's not like we're really getting. This is a hard one. I think John A. And Kayla are probably pretty similar. Those are my first two choices. Um, Kayla's a little edgier. Um, and Johnny's a little bit more, um, I would calm. say, calm, cool, and collected, I guess. But, like, I can flow with either one of those programs. I really like the way Johnny invests her energy into not just performing, but staying balanced. And then I also like the extra, like, let's just run, you know, like, let's just run this thing or let's just go big mentality that Kayla has. So those were... Um, no, those are two of the people I would say that that probably first choice would probably be uh, John A. If I had to pick just one, but Kayla's a close second on that. Yeah, sure. both of them are great. I mean, every single yes. girl is doing really well in the final. Nia's really impressing us too. Oh, She's absolutely for sure. Not a sleeper, you know. I mean, everybody's good. It's a it's a stacked final. Yeah, absolutely. We don't get to the final for being shit. Yeah, a hundred percent. You know, you get there either you won all the you won all the the dailies or you went into elimination. Yeah. You kicked ass or you did both. 
Yeah. You're so right. Everyone's deserving who's there. Nobody got a free ride. No one deserves it, Anissa. No one. No one. Everyone. Not one person deserves <laughs> no one. Fun. Everyone. Everyone slid there like a slid like a slippery snake. Okay, let's get back to the to the final. How have they changed since you ran the last one, Brad? Oh my gosh. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, there's still a lot of similarities. I mean, they will push you to your limits. I think that. Uh, I mean, the biggest change that I found is, you know, since dual one, which was my first challenge, is there's more intervals and there's more stopping, you know, than there used to be. So this one, obviously, with all these checkpoints, we had a lot of times where, you know, you're going all out and then you stop. And then, I mean, this one was, it was fast paced, but I just remember on that very first one, it was six and a half hours up a mountain in Rio with no stops. And that was crazy. You know, Wes and I ran that one in dual one. Um, the last one I ran before this was, kind of a cross between the two, you know, it's, this show and these challenges have been evolving. And I feel like um, they keep putting more extreme competitions into the finals, which is probably the reason they need to break it up a little bit too. I was know. telling her about um, like the, when you had to get a time penalty back yes. in the day, it was like a solid 30 fucking minutes. It wasn't like you, you're 22 minutes behind. It were 30 minutes where you just waited by yourself till everybody went off oh, into God. the sunset. Oh God. Yeah. It's, it's, a, and then you're by yourself for like a good four hours, just like tracking somewhere. Oh, oh God. Yeah. Yeah. It's demoralizing. Oh my gosh. I mean, no, you keep pushing. Yeah. As long as you see one person. Yeah. You keep going. Oh, it helps so much to see that one person, doesn't it? I'm glad you brought that yeah, up. Yeah, it's like, oh, so you're walking you up there? Up. That's totally fine. Am I, hey, how about this one? How about this one? Am I on the right trail? Where is yeah, everybody? Right. Like, you know yeah. when you get like 20 minutes you haven't seen, but you're like, did I take the wrong turn? What is this? Like, I've had yeah. that happen. You should imagine too. what Easy and I were doing it, like walking, and I'm like, are we going the right way? The medics were there. I'm like, are, is this the right way? <laughs> it's terrible. Oh, I wish I could have been there with you and Easy. Oh, it would have been fun. For sure. 100%. Um, so, Brad, the stars get revealed, and we understand the weight of them now. Do you regret not going after more? And are you worried about the advantage that Nehemiah gets going into the final with most of the stars? I was concerned about the advantage um, with the stars, but I have never made it to a final without going into an elimination in my entire life. So, for me, I couldn't blow the streak that I that I had going. Um mm. I did look at it like if something was to go wrong at the very end and somebody called me out, I didn't look at it like a bad thing because we didn't know the value of the stars. However, I wasn't going to just jump in there and find myself on an airplane wondering, you know, what the stars were worth. So I just, um, and if you watch the elimination rounds, there's some major upsets this season and just some, I wouldn't say major upsets. There's just a lot of great competitors where you don't know what's going to happen. And I just didn't want to get involved in all that if I knew I could just get to the final. It was too long since I made it to a final. I didn't want to risk it. So um, I was just hoping for the best on the stars. I wonder, like, if there were to be another season and there was another similar thing, now that you've been to a final, would you change your strategy and and go for the stars in season four, let's say, if that was the twist? Yeah, you know, it's interesting. I'm glad you asked me that question because I'm watching the way Wes came into this game. And like I, 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 I've stated, Wes and I are friends. We go pretty far back. Um, and I just feel like I've played this game with my heart for too long. I definitely don't want to compromise my character, but I don't play the game. I don't, I don't play the game part of this game as much as I think I could. And I think mm-hmm. that moving forward, I would start to remind myself um, that – 
I, I feel like I, I you know, I, I get close with people and, and then I start to forget that we're playing a game for half a million dollars. And I think that sometimes yeah. putting that the game first, you know, and um, still doing the best you can to maintain those relationships, remembering the game comes first. I think that that would be helpful. And I think that I, you know, if I'm blessed with the opportunity to come back, that I would, I would try to play the game a little bit more like um, strategically than just trying to show up and perform and hope that that was going to get me all the way through. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And let me clarify that I wouldn't want to play the game like Wes plays the game, but I just see the way I just see, (laughs) well, because, and I, and and for what it's worth, I respect the way he plays it. Um, I just feel like as the, as the season starts to unfold, I start to feel like that managing that relationship as a friend and then kind of just seeing where our games meshed and where they didn't mesh. Mm. It kind of just looking back now, I kind of see where it's like, I've played the game pretty soft over the years, and I think that um, that's one angle of the game that I could improve it. Okay. Yeah, but we love you how you are. Well, Anissa, so you, can spice, I you can spice it up a bit. You well, can spice it up a bit if you want. Well, and so <laughs> just, let me just, just kind of this. like think about these moves before you do them. Like, what moves benefit me, and not who are my who are my friends? Because your friends don't really give a shit about if your friends are not at the end. I mean, you're friends with everybody in the final. Mm-hmm. You don't hate you're anyone. Right. You know right. what I mean? Yeah, so it's right. like that's true. That's true. Like Very I love true. Tori, but if we're running a final, I want to beat her. But yeah. like, if she wins, I won't be like, I'll be upset, but I'll be happy for her. But yeah. it's also a game where it's like, yeah, yes, well said. You know, you still got to play, but yeah. during it, you know, you have to kind of use your friends to get there. Yeah, you all kind of use each other. Sure, a hundred percent. But I just want to clarify that when we were speaking about, you know, the possibility of improving the way I play the game, I just want to say that it would be more of not being afraid to go in like we were speaking of. You know, if you see a big mm. game move, I, and I think my motive for this is not just to play the game a little bit more intensely and not just physically, but like to actually play the gaming side more intensely. But I think that when you really love this show, you want to put on a show. And I think yeah. that analyzing these moves and thinking about like, you know, if you're really not afraid to go in and you go in week one or two and make a big move and take a big player out, we've all talked about, it. you know, you're talking about, Oh, if so-and-so shows up and they've got a problem, then I'm just going to call them out with week one. If, if, if you ever had, you know, someone you were concerned about, but I've never really yeah. seen anybody make that huge move in week one. I'm sure there probably is a season. I can't recall. We've but tried. Yes. And if I, to, to go and to, to change the game in week one and, 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 yeah. and to be able to make big moves like that, that's something that I am interested in. I've always thought about it. And, you know, I, I like doing tricky stuff, especially with these elimination rounds. So, like, moving forward, I think if, if I saw that type of strategy opportunity, I would, I would try to take it. Yeah, I agree. I mean, how many more times do we think we're going to be doing this? We might as well. Yeah. Go out with a bang. I love it. You know, and just make every season count, every move count. I mean, yeah. And now that you've developed you know. such a career, and I mean, you know, you're you're never not going to be a player of the show. You're never not going to be a challenger. Oh. It's like you can look at your your Thank stats you. and be like, okay, how did I play this season politically? And like Anissa said, if you want to leave with a bang and switch it up, like Leroy did that on his final season. When he did double agents, he went in there and changed. He played the best game of his life. Yeah, though. and he crushed wow. it. I don't give a. That is true. I don't because give a she shit. didn't and care. Yeah. He also had the best girlfriend who knew every single yeah. now fi- now fiance and mommy, but she had the best strategies for him. So she he had like his perfect partner. Yeah, he was in a just kind of like spot. rooting him on. She's a strategist. She already was like ten steps ahead of everybody. Yeah. Wow. Even production, she was like on 
like in line with them. I think it takes a lot of variables, but it can be done. I like it's it. Just, That's motivation. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you either want to you want to go balls to the wall or as Tori would say, hand to the wall. Yeah, go hand to the um, wall. You want to go nuts yeah. and make these moves, but you also want to be really smart about yeah. it. So if there's ways you could, you know, combine both. But you know that. And make that shit happen. Because, you know, he yeah. won so many challenges this season. And like, Brad, that's a lot of opportunity to throw sabotages on people. Yeah, for sure. Do you think if you were in that position, Tori, you would have started, would you have thrown the sabotages on different people or would you have kept one fire burning? I mean, that's really like, I love the way you went about it, you know? So I think that I wouldn't have thought about that in the moment, but looking back that I think that that's a really good idea. But there's also look at the challenge ahead of you. Like if you can kind of gauge what it is, it would have depended. I'm throwing it on the person that I think that could beat me. Well, I think if I see a puzzle, I'm I'm not putting it on you, Tor. I think it. it I'm just kidding. You did really well <laughs> last season on puzzles, but <laughs> thank you. I'm gonna. I want my best chances. You know what I yeah. mean? So yeah. So I think it. If you can, go ahead. No, I think it would have depended on just like who I was working with. Like, and also I'm. A, I know when it's time to draw a line in the sand. And if I'm working with people, I'm like, all right, fuck it. It's the time. Then maybe that would have been the time. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tori, I'm listening to all this shit. I hope you know that I'm here listening. You're my friend. You're in my circle. Ain't I'm it? not dropping a line between you. <laughs> oh, God. Ah, you better all not. Right, Brad, so we asked a few people this question. Do you have any, did you have any specific goals coming into All Stars 3? Outside of doing my best to win, um, not necessarily. I mean, I just wanted to win. Yeah, I showed yeah. up like focused to win, and I definitely didn't want to. Um, I wanted to make friends, not lose them. I mean, that's that's you know usually the mentality I'll take anywhere I go. But the thing is, with the challenge house, I knew that I knew a lot of the people that were going to be on the the cast, and I also knew that a lot of my friends didn't get along with each other. So I thought that um, if I could just keep my balance between both sides and do my best to win. I'd just be happy if I can keep those, you know, check those two boxes. We're good. Right. I'm trying to think of your, th- your friends that don't get along. Uh, it would be like, so like Derek, um, and- Derek and Mark oh, didn't yeah. trust Wes. So that yeah. was, a, that was an issue. And I'm close with Mark and Derek too. So, I mean, that was, that was kind of difficult to manage. And everybody's saying you're playing Wes's game. You're playing Wes's game. And I understand where it even looks like that at certain points, but that's not what's taking place. Um, I'm just, just trying. Yeah. And which is like, not a bad position. No, it's not, Tori. It's certainly not. And honestly, yeah. I like I had no game talk with yes whatsoever. I had heard that he does talk game with people uh, from other people that have played with him in prior seasons. And I knew he didn't like Wes right out the gate. And it kind of put mm-hmm. yes and I on two different sides of the fence very early on. And um, that was the only that was the only like yes and the few people he was working with is really the only people that i wasn't tight with honestly so um i think you get along with yes oh, i mean just like a mild-mannered part of it but yeah it's hard we do get you along. can't be friends we can't be friends with everybody because see how complicated that becomes yeah right you know and, oh my and gosh naturally we've been doing this sh- i've been doing the show for two decades now and you're a little bit under that it's you can't not have friends. And then it's hard too, where you've made new friends. Like I, like just for example, I have Tori, but then I also have like, if Rachel came on the show, I've known Rachel since I was 20. Right. So like Tori, I don't know, sis, like (laughs) you've been my friend for years, but, but you know, Rachel's been there for decades, you know? So it's like, 
what who do you pick yeah and then right. it's like well I have these really close friends, but who's the closest? Who's the best? Then it becomes problematic, but it's not our fault. I mean, we've done so many shows. We've all shared these really crazy experiences, these once-in-a-lifetime things with these people. It's hard not to create the bonds. Mm -hmm. And I think the more shows you do, the harder it gets when you're not doing them Mm back-to-back and you're not doing them so frequently. It it makes room for rivalries and real beef and real friendships that you don't have to, not too many of them, though. So it gets a little crazy and I can see how it's like we dig our own holes, but like as good people, we don't know how else to be. Yeah. Like I can't live in a right, house for and sure. live in the corner. No. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. You know, yeah. it's just, yeah, it's just crazy. Yeah. It's the name of the game. Be friends with no one and friends with everyone. You know, I don't know if that's a quote and it probably shouldn't be, but if it were to be, it kind of fits. So we're going to be friends with everyone, but be friends with <laughs> we're no just one. Gonna let it yeah. Be. I don't like it, but it makes sense. I'm going to get a t-shirt made. <laughs> <laughs> all right well be but don't that's be. my bad yeah. quote for the day <laughs> that's my bad quote for the day so we'll finish off with this incredible question that we ask all of the all-stars since this is all-stars three if you're making a team of three other competitors who would you choose you get like two girls and a guy to form this team of four. so two girls and a guy yeah Right now, Brad's writing it down, which I love how he's really thinking about our, it. It, make, it makes me feel special. Our studious man. I'm going to take John A. and yeah. Rachel Robinson. Oh. And then I'm going to take... Who's coming on this one with me? Hit me with Darrell. Oh. I knew it. Hit me with Darrell. Yeah. Darrell. That team's so John fucking a. solid. Brad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that team. I want that team so That bad team's right awesome. <laughs> Yeah. I want the team so bad. Where's the team? Give me the team. Oh my god. Yeah, this daydream team. really turned into something serious for me. I want that bad now. Manifest it. Yeah, cool. I manifest, manifest it. it. Manifest it. I'm, We're all about I'm trying right now. I'm trying. Print out little pictures of them and put them on rocks and create a little Keep shrine. writing it down on that paper. Yeah, you can do it. Just over and I'm over gonna over cut again. us all yeah. out and like put us on a challenge podium. I'm gonna put us like you know, yes. I'll paste us on a challenge podium and put it on my wall. Thank you. Good. Do that. Definitely. And I'm gonna meditate nothing's weird about that. <laughs> <laughs> it would be so perfect it would be oh my god well brad it's seriously been a pleasure having you on the show yes you're the sweetest <laughs> thank thing. you so much for coming on and talking to us where can we follow you and your beard on instagram and how can we support you uh at brad fiorenza uh hit me up anytime and uh that's my handle on instagram twitter and uh facebook for the people that still use that will the beard will the beard be having its own page or no yeah well, honestly, um, I wasn't planning on it, but apparently a lot of people want to talk to the beard or talk about the beard weighing the challenges, <laughs> and I'm starting to feel a little irrelevant. So maybe we should just – I might just switch my personal page over to a beard page. Let's just do yeah. that. Beard, you just said Brad's <laughs> yeah. beard ties. Yeah. Brad's beard ties. Or are you just like, oh, is your day feeling windy? Yeah. Put on a beard tie. Yeah. Tie it up. Like, well, yeah. I will say I've seen a couple other guys with big beards doing that since I was doing so yeah uh, oh it's definitely i might not be the originator it's okay you that's don't okay have, we won't yeah. tell anybody yeah and you can put mm. little butterfly clips in it it'll be super cute <laughs> anyway brad thank that's you, fine thank you so much for coming on the show it's a pleasure i know you got a lot going on so we don't want to take up any more of your time but thank you we love you and yeah we can't thank wait to you. talk to you again in the future bye brad love you love you ladies too i appreciate you having me thank you
Dearest listener, in a world where fashion oft neglects the true diversity of the human form, Snag emerges as the beacon of inclusivity we so desperately need, renowned for their exquisite tights. Snag has triumphantly expanded its offerings to include garments that embrace everybody. Snag's creations are meticulously designed on a lifelike figures and refined across a spectrum of shapes before gracing our wardrobes, clothing that not only promises but delivers true comfort and fit, particularly of note other chub rub shorts ingeniously crafted with a moisture wicking yarn to ensure you remain at least one degree cooler and entirely free from the dreaded chafing perfect for every season these shorts can be discreetly worn under your clothes offering a delightful alternative to traditional cycling shorts whether you are at the gym hiking or simply enjoying a day in a skirt or dress they are your ideal companion remember dear listener the more you snag the more you save with free shipping on select Orders. Don't delay in experiencing the fashion revolution that is snag at snagtights.us. What if AI could help your business deliver mission-critical outcomes with speed? With IBM Consulting, your business can design, build, and scale trusted AI using Watson X and modernize the way you work to accelerate real impact. Let's create AI that transforms your business. Learn more at ibm.com slash consulting. IBM. Let's create. Oh, man. What a good guy. What a stand-up, athletic, green-loving, beard-having man. Right? Right? What a Shout guy. out to the beard. Shout out to the Brad. Yeah, shout out to Thank the you for coming on and talking to us. <laughs> yes, yes. And Anissa, how can we talk to you? On what social platforms do you have? And is there still an MTV in your name? There is still an MTV in my name. Damn it. Where's the tutorial? <laughs> Someone help me. <laughs> but for right now, it's Anissa MTV. A-N-E-S-A-M-T-V. On Instagram. Don't really go much. much I don't really go anywhere else. Yeah. Um, please send me your listener questions. And please help me out. Get this MTV mm-hmm. off my name. I mean, I love MTV, but like, just help me. Tori, where can we find you, support you, love on you? Yeah, you guys can find me in the metaverse. I have a new house out there now. It's right next to uh, Elon Musk's metaverse house. What? Elon Musk's out of his house. (laughs) You know what I said. But more important than the metaverse is you liking this episode and then rating and reviewing us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And then please tell a friend. Yes, and after you tell your friend Elon Musk in the metaverse, (laughs) you can make sure you're catching all new episodes of All Stars 3 on Paramount Plus, and we'll see you back here next Thursday for an all-new episode of MTV's official Challenge Podcast. Dearest listener, allow me to unveil a delightful secret. Snag Tights Craft Clothing that embraces every body shape. In a bold endeavor to revolutionize the fashion realm, Snag has triumphed. Permit me to draw your attention to the ingenious Chub Rub Shorts, crafted with moisture-wicking yarn, promising to keep you at least one degree cooler and utterly free from the discomfort of chafing. Free shipping on select orders. Thus, the more you snag, the more you save. Do not delay. Dear listener, experience the fashion revolution that is snag and visit snagtights.us today. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust 
into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 